Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Welcome back to another episode of the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I am thrilled to have you here today. This is episode number 24, and we are talking about starting small. So when you're wanting to make a positive change in your life or when you want to create a new habit, it's super easy to get caught up in the all or nothing mindset, right? You know what I'm talking about. Phrases like go big or go home or no excuses or failure isn't an option, you know, all the stuff like that. And those kind of things, they just fill your mind with this insane expectation that you have to be 100% perfect in order to achieve success. And that, my friends, is bullcrap. Now, it might seem counterintuitive to you when I tell you that what you should do is start super small. When you're wanting to make big, massive changes or make a crazy shift in your life or have this overhaul, right? Like, it might seem really weird for me to be like, no, 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 no. Like, start small. Do something, like, really super simple. But that's exactly what you should do. Because, you guys, otherwise you get so crazy overwhelmed, And you hit that first obstacle or you, you know, bump in the road or a failure and you A, either throw in the towel or B, you feel terrible about yourself and you further get that proof that you're like, oh, well, I guess I just can't do this or this is just who I am. Like, I'm not cut out for this, whatever it might be. You get that proof that you think you can't do it. When we try to change things too quickly, it's just a recipe for disaster. I remember several years ago signing up for a six-week complete body makeover boot camp. Ugh. (laughs) I had just had my second kid. I was dying to get back into shape. I wanted to, you know, ditch my quote-unquote mom bod. Like, you guys, I cannot even stand that kind of messaging now. But (laughs) that is a soapbox for another day. So back to the topic. I remember showing up that first day after, you know, I'd had my weigh-in and my measurements and came up with a plan, and that first day was freaking balls to the wall. It was crazy intense, and like, it was go, it was so nuts, and I just, I'm pretty sure that the trainer's goal was to just make everybody puke and lay on the floor and want to die, which is exactly what I wanted. Right? I wanted to feel like I was like going all out. I was putting in the work. Like I was giving it everything. I was going so hard that there was no possible way that I could fail. Until the next morning when I couldn't get out of bed, right? My muscles were so incredibly sore. I could barely walk. The thought of doing another burpee made me want to cry. And I did not want to puke. Like it left me just being like, I cannot do this. 
I am so sore. I am not cut out for this. It made me looking for excuses not to show up. And I don't know about you, but that doesn't seem like the best way to start to make a really awesome change and to hit your goals when you want to just die and you feel crappy because why can't I do this? Other people seem to do this, right? Like, but oh my heck, that's what so many of us do. We just try to go balls to the walls crazy at the very beginning. And then when we fail, we feel like absolute crap. I remember after that first day being like, oh, shit, (laughs) right? Like, I am way farther from my goal than I originally thought. That just meant to me that I was going to have to work even harder, right? I was going to have to start to restrict my food even more. I was just going to have to push and push and push myself. And that felt like a punishment, like I was punishing myself. (sighs) I am so incredibly happy to report that I have since ditched that all or nothing mentality, that crazy go, 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 go big or go home mentality. Yes, it can seem like badass or heroic or whatever to like, quote unquote, leave it all on the floor, go big or go home. And here's the thing. I honestly do believe that there is a place for that. I mean, I've competed multiple times at powerlifting meets, where the goal, quite literally, is to give it your all, to leave it on the floor. Like, you go bigger, you know, like, especially if you're going for a record or a a personal best or something like that, you're going to leave it all there. But when you're just starting out, that's not the mentality. The mentality you need is you have to go smaller. You have to start small. And then when you think you're starting small, you need to go even smaller than what you originally thought. (laughs) So I always go back to this and I know you're probably sick of me saying it, but it's why I start with making my bed every day. You guys, you knew I was going to go there, right? It's why I drive the point home to you so often. When I started that habit, my kids, my three kids were super young. So my house looked like a house. That had three super young kids living in it, right? Like it had your normal messes. You had kids stuff and clutter and toys and I was behind on laundry and there was dishes and just all the things, right? And I felt super overwhelmed trying to get it all done. I felt defeated that if I didn't have it like spotless by the time Connor got home from work that I was somehow failing at motherhood and homemaking or whatever. And, you know, going online and to Instagram or Facebook or Pinterest was only making me feel worse because there was these elaborate plans of things to do. And I was just like, made it through Monday, halfway through Tuesday, and then just like burnt out and couldn't do it. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I am not cut out for this. Like, I feel like a piece of crap. I can't do homemaking, whatever, which is so not the case. But instead of feeling like I needed to tackle the entire house and have this elaborate like overhaul of all of my routines, I needed to start smaller, right? And that's why I came up with just doing just one thing. My one thing was making my bed. That was my only goal. Anything else beyond that was just a bonus. It was the cherry on top. It was the icing on the cake, whatever. The bed was the goal. It was the expectation. It was my non-negotiable. It was the only thing. And then once that became just something that flowed effortlessly through my day, then I was able to add on more and make more changes. And then those changes began to add up and it was a bigger overhaul. But I couldn't start there. I had to start smaller. That's what I want you to do, right? Find where you want to start. 
and then pick one small goal, one single expectation, something that you can reasonably accomplish each and every single day. And then anything else beyond that is a bonus and you can feel good about it. So a little bit ago, I was talking with my mom and our conversation turned to health, right? And her wanting to feel better and just be a little bit more healthier. As you know, you're getting older and you're aging and stuff, she just kind of felt a little overwhelmed with, I don't feel the way I used to and I need to completely overhaul everything. And I crap, I probably need to cut out all my junk food and I need to get better at planning this. I need to do a workout every single day. And I could just see those wheels start turning and that spiral start going. And so I said, hey, can you sit in a chair and stand back up? And she was like, um, yes. It's like, fantastic. Could you do that five times? Could you sit down, squat down into a chair, and then stand back up five times in a row? She was like, yeah. It's like, okay, cool. Could you repeat that five times so that you're doing five sets of five where you're squatting down into a chair and standing back up? And she was like, yeah. It's like, okay, that's what I want you to do. That's all I want you to do. Every single day this week, I want you to stand up. I want you to sit down and stand back up five times and repeat it five times. And she was like, okay, yeah, I can do that. And then I can do this. And and she's kind of started to add some stuff. And I, I stopped and said, sure, sure. You can do extra if you want, if you feel good, if you have the time. But that's not your goal. Your goal is every day you're going to sit down, you're going to stand back up, and you're going to do it five times, repeated five times. That's the goal. Anything extra, like I said, is that bonus, that cherry on top. And for a minute, I think she might have been insulted maybe or that, that I thought that, that was all she could do. But really what I wanted was I wanted to give her consistency. Something so simple and completely reasonable that she could accomplish this every single day, no matter what. Giving her a quick win, giving her something she could be proud of, a task that you can accomplish and you can shift yourself into that positive mindset where you're accomplishing things, a can-do mindset where you're proving to yourself that you can do things, you can be consistent, you can accomplish what you set out to do. And then from there, You can build an add-on. So the next week I might say, okay, great, you did all of that. Now let's add on a push-up. Let's add on one push-up. You might be thinking one push-up. Yep, one, just one. And then the next week, let's add on two. Or let's, let's do lunges the third week, right? And so then you're sticking to that and you're just slowly adding on more, but that your base is just that base, just that five things until that becomes so natural and so easy that it's just a part of the flow of your day. It just kind of like is easily there. You want to make that goal as simple and as easy as you can. And then before you know it, you're probably, she'll probably be doing like a 20, 25 minute strength workout where she's doing squats and lunges and push-ups and, you know, stretching and all of these things that if she would have been, uh, immediately started out with that, it might've been a little overwhelming, but to just sit down and stand back up, that's very easy to do, right? So another goal might be related to reading. That's a popular one, right? Where, where you have a goal to read X amount of books per year or something like that. So instead of that being your goal, instead of saying, I want to read 36 books this year, three books a month, 
you will want to change how you're going to accomplish that. So instead of, I want to read 36 books per year, it's I'm going to read for 10 minutes every single day. And when am I going to do that? So for me, I like to listen to an audiobook while I do my makeup. I do my makeup most every day, so I can listen to an audiobook and get 10 minutes of reading it every single day. That's something a lot more simple. And by the end of the year, heck, I'll probably read 36 or more books. But I make it simple, easy, something that can flow into my day. Make it small, small, small. You could even do, I read one page. I read a page a day before I head to bed. Just something small. Another goal might be something related to your nutrition or hydration. That's a popular one, right? I'm going to drink a gallon of water every single day, which is a fantastic goal. Hydrating yourself is fabulous and has so many health benefits. But if you aren't used to drinking water, a gallon is a crap ton of water. So start smaller. Start with something like each morning before I have my breakfast or get dressed for the day, I'm going to drink one full glass of water. And then after you're accustomed to that, you add in with every single meal, I drink a thing of water. And that makes it smaller. It makes it easier to track, right? I know if I had a glass of water with lunch every single day versus, oh shoot, how much did I drink today? Did I hit a gallon? I don't know. Like, meh. So you make it small, 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 easy to track, easy to be successful at. And then that's going to fuel you to continue. Because if you're used to hitting that, like every single morning you have this, then you're like, heck yeah, I'm going to add some more and I'm going to add some more. And you're going to feel good and you're going to feel positive and you're going to feel proud of yourself. That's what we want, right? We don't want to be in this mindset of like guilting ourselves into change. Like, oh, I'm so bad and I need to change this. I need to be better. And where you're just feeling like guilty and yucky all the time. Like that's not fun. It's so much more fun to have something small that you're hitting every single day that you're like, heck yes, go me. And then you're like building because you're like, what else can I do that's awesome? And you're just feeling good about yourself. So that's what I want for you. Today, I want you to... Think about the things that you want to change, the habits you want to adopt, or something you want to accomplish, and narrow it down. Get small. Get very, very, very small. Make it the easiest, the most simple version of your goal. And then see if you can make it even smaller. (laughs) Just the most simple version. And then stick to it. Stick to it to at least a full week, possibly two, before making any changes or adding on anything to it. Just be proud of yourself each and every day. And here's the thing, I want to cheer you on. And so I would like to invite you to join my new Facebook community, the Positively You podcast community. You can come on in by just searching Positively You community on Facebook. Or if you go to jessielarson.com, there's a big old pink button right there at the top that says join the community. Hit that and you can come right on in. I want to hear what your goal is and how you're starting small. You can get support and you can lend your support to other people. We can create friendships and just build this community of amazing people working towards becoming the best versions of ourselves. Sounds awesome. And I can't wait to have you help me build it. Thank you for tuning in today. I can't wait to see you in there. Once again, it's under Positively You Community or just head to jessielarson.com and hit the big pink button at the top. Thank you so much for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. Before you go, I wanted to tell you all about the new community I've created to be able to dive deeper into the topics we discuss on the podcast together with you. In this group, you can surround yourself with support and conversations as we all work together every day to show up as the best and most positive versions of ourselves. 
I can't wait to see you in there. To join, just head to jessielarson.com and hit the big pink button right at the top that says Positively You Community. And remember, sharing is caring. If you enjoyed this episode, help others find it by sharing a screenshot and tagging at positively.jessie on Instagram. And if you're really feeling the love, make sure to leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are pretty much magic for podcasts, and it helps this show get into the ears of more amazing women just like you. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, have an amazing week.